Good evening, everyone, and welcome to On the Gridiron and On the Court. I'm your host, K. Smith, alongside my co-host, Josh Rob. How you guys doing today? Yeah, Back so like- again for episode 13 in the boot. What you got for us today, Kenny? Man, it just feels good to get back in the booth and talk about some sports, man. But today, I got a couple of topics I want to talk about. The ULL Raging Cages basketball team. We also want to talk about the Pels. Um, the Pels. Grayson Allen. Keith Tlaib. And a 15-year-old high school girl dunking. Grayson Trippy Allen, huh? Yeah. Let's get into it, man. What you got for us first, man? All right, so I'm going to kick it off. For starters, with the Raging Cajuns basketball squad, we're playing really well to get uh, in together this year. We're fourth in the Sun Belt right now, 12 and four. Um, I was lucky enough to attend last night's game, um, but before I get into that, I want to talk about the last five. Um, we lost to a Georgia team, 73 to 60, an SEC team who played, you know, pretty well. We saw uh, a guy in Yante uh, Maiden just have 18 points and 15 boards, so he was able to do stuff for the Bulldogs, and they were to come out with that victory that snapped our eight-game win streak that we were previously on. Then we traveled to UNO, the University of New Orleans, and we had a five-point victory against them. We also played at home against Pepperdine with a win, 90-64. to Then we faced Arkansas State. In the Sun Belt home opener for the Cajuns, we lost a close one, 74 to 71. They're a very good Sun Belt team. They're sitting at 11 and four right now, and so they'll be one of the top competitors in the conference along with the Cajuns. Uh, we played UALR, beat them 69 to 52 convincingly, and then last night we played a rivalry game against the Warhawks of ULM, and we defeated them 69 to 60. Roy Dell Brown had a great chase down block, and the crowd erupted. Crowd went wild. We had a pretty good game and a pretty good showing. Great new arena now with the Cajun Dome and its renovations. Nice little design on the court. Yes, very nice. They have all a, black seats yes, in the Cajun Dome. Yes, sir. Making it look a little scarier for the opponents. Yes, sir. We got the full full size mural of Lake Martin, so that's very unique to the Acadiana area. And an interesting note about that game last night, Kenny, for the betters out there, the guys who gambled on sports, UL was favored by 14 points. So they didn't. They won by nine. They didn't cover the spread. Just an interesting <laughs> note for all the betters out there. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. Okay, now we want to talk about some of the uh, you know offensive sparks for our team. We're kind of led by a big four: Frank Bartley, Jay Wright, Bryce Washington, and Justin Miller. Um, Jay Wright and Bryce Washington kind of being the spearheads of our offense, the veterans in the offense, and kind of know what uh, Coach Bobby Marlin wants to run. Frank Bartley is a transfer from um, BYU, and he's playing really well off the ball. He's our off guard. He likes to score. Uh, Justin Miller is a great freshman post player for us. Uh, 11 points, 5 boards a game, and he um, really does well on the offensive glass. And, you know, he can put the ball on the floor. He likes to use a bunch of pump fakes and post moves. So, you know, the future is bright for us. P.J. Hardy's playing well, and uh, freshman Roydale Brown, I'm sure he has some things that he wants to uh, accomplish while he's at UL. Very young career starting off his freshman season, and he's getting some playing time, so that's good. And P.J. Harden and, and Jonathan Stove are definitely players that have been stepping up and that have been um, starters and uh, 
coming off the bench, um, depending on the matchup. Roydell Brown is a guy I look forward to seeing this year, Kenny. Uh, being a freshman coming in from Helen Cox, highlight real type of player, chase down blocks. Jumping out the gym. Jumping out the gym, some nice dunks, put back dunks, fast break dunks. Look forward to seeing a lot of that this year from him. Yeah, I like I like what Coach uh, Marlin has done recruiting wise, and uh, just being able to mesh the team a little better this year. It seemed like we're gelling a little bit better, and the team chemistry's up from last year. But um, it's still a fairly early part of the season. Um, we still have a lot of season left. Now we're getting into conference play, and we'll see what we're really made of. And so now we want to talk about the Pels. Okay, uh, they're fourteen and twenty-four. Uh, our last five, we are two and three. Um, we played the Celtics, uh, I think it was last night or the night before. We lost 117 to 108 before that. We played the Hawks, 99 to 94. We also went to the Cavs and played them close, but we ended up losing 90 to 82. We played the Knicks and Melo, beat them 104 to 92. And then the Clippers, we beat them. 102 to 98, but this, with this Celtics loss, our latest loss, that's our third straight loss after a four-game winning streak. AD was really playing well, you know, 36 points, 15 boards, but it just wasn't enough. I like the improvement of Buddy Heald over the last five games. You got uh, him shooting at 53% from three-point range. He's scoring about 15 points a game, five boards, and two assists over the last five, so we're really, you know... I think the coach is actually letting him have some freedom on the court. He's letting him play despite the return from, uh, you know, Tyreek Evans. He's giving him some more playing time, giving him some leeway. He's earned some more minutes, and he's definitely uh, using those minutes to his advantage and showcasing what he can do on the court. So shout out to Buddy. Uh, Tyreek's coming back from injury. He's playing okay. I mean, seven points a game, four assists, and three boards since coming back. I think, you know, with time and as he gets used to uh, playing again, you know, he's one of those type of players that he, he'll come back and he'll kind of play himself in a game shape. So I think uh, we have to give him some more time. But um, the Pelicans are still searching for, you know, more victories, more wins, you know, because 14 and 24, although, you know, we were on a four game win streak. We got to win more than more than that. So especially if we want a chance to get to the playoffs. But right now it's looking pretty slim. Uh, we also signed uh, Donatus Montejunas for a little over half a million. For the low. Yeah. A little steal. You know, I know he's, he's kind of injury prone. Houston had some issues with his contract. And, you know, he wanted to be a, he's a restricted free agent. And he wanted a certain amount of money or whatever. So they ended up releasing him. Brooklyn tried to sign him. And uh, now we, we were fortunate enough to sign him. But in his team debut against the Celtics, he had 11 points, 5 boards, and 4 assists. And, um... You know, we want to see what if he can add another uh, aspect to our offense, you know. It's good to have him in our repertoire. So now we're going to switch it over to Josh Robb. What you got for us, Josh? Yeah, man. Go with my usual. Some offers on the gridiron that has been extended over the holiday break. First offer was to 2017 defensive back Amik Robertson from Thibodeau. He's a Louisiana Tech commit, but he's seeing some big offers roll in as of late. Uh, with the latest from the University of Houston. 2017 running back Troy Reed from Slidell got an offer from Louisiana College. 2017 running back Byron James from John Everett received an offer from Jackson State. 
Jackson State has been handing out a lot of offers as of late. More to come later on in this list. Our next guy, 2019 cornerback from Edna Carr, Devin Bush. He's going to be a stud with his first offer from Nickel State. Next guy, 2018 wide receiver from McDonough, 35, Lawrence Dukies. He's adding up the offers as of the like total offers, Kenny. Rack, mean, up, rack them up. He's got about between 20 and 30, and they're all from big schools. The latest coming from Vanderbilt, man, which is also showing that he has the grade point average and the smarts to get into that school. Yes, yeah, very prestigious um, private school, SEC team. Yes, indeed, man. Top SEC school in academics for years. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Next guy, Jamar Chase, got an offer from Ball State, the 2018 wide receiver from Rummel. Um, he has a lot of big offers as well. TCU, Ole Miss, Ball State becoming the latest. Um, 2018 tight end from John Curtis, Glenn Bill. He received an offer from Ole Miss. He has about an offer from every SEC school that's not named Alabama. Mm. And I think Florida uh, so far. Wow. But, uh, that's impressive. Those should be coming very soon if Glenn continues the hard work, man. He has one more year in high school next year and uh, this whole summer to, to go to camps and earn more offers, man. The key is to go to college for free, and uh, that's what a lot of these guys are chasing. So. Yes, use use the colleges that are recruiting you to your advantage. Get that, that education. Don't let them use you. You no, use them. Do not go to the school just for the coach. Go to the school for the education. But next guy we have, 2020 wide receiver Jacoby Bellison from Folsom. He's a guy that we will start hearing about soon. Um, He was a freshman last year in in school. Uh, Got an offer from North Texas. He also has an offer from Northern Illinois. 2018 running back Marquise Albert from John Curtis. The speedy Marquise Albert, number five for John Curtis, uh, got an offer from Jackson State. 2017 running back Maurice Britton from Bonneville received an offer from Avila University. That's in, that's a school up there uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, man. I had to Google that. Um, but shout out to Maurice for that offer. 2017 local defensive tackle. From St. Thomas Moore, Hunter Clay received two offers over the break. State um, champ. State champ, Southern Arkansas, and one from my alma mater, Southern University, which was a walk-on uh, scholarship. Um, 2018 linebacker John Bailey Goulart from West Monroe. He participated and played well in the state championship game against Landry Walker. He received an offer from Nickel State. My next guy, 2017 running back from Plaquemine, Kevin Dominique. Received an offer from Ball State. He's an Army commit. And, man, he, he committed to Army um, over the break as well. Um, starting to see some offers roll in, man, for, from some from some schools that he need to think about, man, with the latest being Ball State. 2017 defensive back from John Errett, who's also a Tennessee commit, received an offer from Oregon. This is another guy that's coming up next, Billy Sonier. From Northside High in Lafayette, Louisiana. He's an athlete. Uh, he's about 6'7", 230 right now, Ooh, man. That's a big boy. Um, Looks like he can play wide receiver, tight end, or quarterback. So he's a name that people is going to start having to look out for and a name that he's gonna, that you're going to be hearing about. Um, he received an offer from the U, Miami. So mm. that's a pretty big offer for a guy that's, you can say, under the radar right now. Um, my next guy, who's 
been waiting for this offer for so long. Um, Travis ATN from Jennings High School, um, the state's leading rusher last year, um, received an offer from LSU. So that's an offer you'll have to look out for um, with him possibly committing there um, on his official visit or uh, during signing day. Arguably the best you know, football program in the state, but you know, that's a that's a good offer for him. I mean, you know, he's leading rushing in the entire state of Louisiana. So for the big the big program in the state to the biggest program in the state to, to come after him is uh, he's a consensus an, an four star. He's a consensus four star, Kenny. And uh, I guess it was a matter of um, him being patient on his LSU offer and a matter of their running back board clearing up a bit. Yeah, uh, hopefully that you know the Cajuns will holler at him, but you know we'll see. Kenny, he actually has an offer from uh, UL, Kenny. But you know, okay. Once right. these well, Power Five corrected. schools start offers start rolling in, man, you know those mid major schools kind of get those offers the window. Kinda, they don't get exactly thrown out the window, but they kind of get put on the back burner. Yeah. Because those kids are chasing, you know, the big schools, the mm-hmm. more notoriety from the NFL scouts. They want to be in the best like position to, to, to have a more chance More TV at the time, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yep. A chance at a national championship, chance yep. at the playoffs, chance at a bigger bowl game experience. I mean, you just never know, man. Very true. Shannon Biggie Foreman, the full backslash defensive lineman from Southern Lab. The cat is out the bag. The secret is out, man. The secret is out with the Southern Lab kids. His latest offer coming from Colorado, the Buffaloes. That's his biggest offer uh, so far, man. Very good. So, uh, they had a very good year this past year, the Buffs. Um, things are looking up for him. So things are looking up for the Colorado Buffaloes. They surprised all of us this year. Um, I'm sure I, he'll take that offer seriously. That's something to think about, man. Definitely I know if an about. offer like that comes through my door, um, pack pack twelve team, pack twelve chance at a championship. Pac-12 championship, chance to play on a big platform, chance to play some tough opponents, some competition, man. Yep. Can't beat that. Yep. My next guy who's been blowing up, um, Joe Fusha from 35, the defensive back, lives off of coming from Florida State. Woo, Seminoles. The nose, Jimbo Fisher. So... Joe Fusha has that offer from Florida State and the offer from Michigan that came early in December, man. So, some some nice choices. Some that's nice a, that's a that's have, a that's know? a nice I choice with Joe Fusha. Uh, <laughs> Florida State, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, Jimbo, if he doesn't get another offer, I think he'll be he'll be all right. He's set with the offers he's got already. Yeah. Man. Some commitments on the gridiron, man. 2017 athlete Brillin Trehan from Acadiana. He received an offer from UL. He committed to UL the next day. All right. And uh, I think that's a steal. Um, Berlin is an athlete. He can play all four positions uh, in the defensive backfield. He's a ball hawk as well, man. 2017, Damon Richard from Madison Prep committed to Arkansas Pine Bluff. 2017, quarterback Justice McCarr from St. Aug. He decommitted from FAU um, upon the hiring of Lane Kiffin and mm. committed to Colorado State. Interesting. So I don't know who was behind that, but man, but uh, switching over to the Rams. I would have loved to play for Lane Kiffin. Um, well, see, I, I believe that there was another QB. That lane was recruiting DeAndre Johnson and from now, Florida State, exactly, a former Florida State guy, exactly. And now he's he's a FAU commit, so maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe Lane wanted to bring in his own guy, mm-hmm. as opposed to the old coach. 
2017 athlete from Neville, Jaden Cole. He played quarterback and safety for Neville last year. Um, starred at those positions, taking the team to um, the state championship where they lost to Edna Carr. He committed to Louisiana Tech. Staying up in North Louisiana. He's going to stay home in North Louisiana. Louisiana Tech has been a good program as of late. Play for those Bulldogs. Play for those Bulldogs. Skip Holtz has those guys looking good, man. Next guy, 2017 cornerback Adam Sparks. He decommitted from Vanderbilt. Hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pop question. Who is the slot receiver at La Tech that's been playing pretty well? Trent Taylor. Guys, guys, nice. from Trent North Taylor from good, Evangel. Man. Pretty good. Pretty Evangel good product. Carlos Henderson as well. You can't forget about him. His partner in crime, uh, number one, the receiver. The outside receiver also stars as a kick return. Yeah, they got a bowl victory From this McDonald's year. From McDonald 35, he's gone to the draft as well, Kenny. All right, well, there you have it. Bulldogs, you know, putting in work. Back to my guy, Adam Sparks, committed to Mizzou after his official visit, decommitted from Vanderbilt. He was a longtime Vanderbilt commit. Surprised me a little bit with the um, decommitment going to Mizzou, but uh, Mizzou was showing a lot of interest as of late. David Gregg, our 2017 defensive lineman from De La Salle, committed to Millsaps College out there in Jackson, Mississippi, as our last guy to round up the commitments on the gridiron. All right. So, Kenny, what we have left, man? Josh, man, we got a couple of interesting topics left. Some um, interesting topics, some interesting things has so been I, going on you know, in the I, sports world, right? Yeah, we're going, yeah, very, very interesting, very controversial. Um, first, we want to talk about Grayson Allen and the tripping incidents that have occurred as him being a Duke player these past two seasons. He's tripped people on three different occasions the past two seasons, and that amounted to him being suspended indefinitely. Um just recently and that amounted to a one game suspension he came back against Georgia Tech um you know coach K had back surgery and uh went into surgery I believe that Wednesday or Thursday before that game at Georgia Tech and then Grayson Allen was reinstated um I don't know if he's doing this on purpose or whatever but you know you can't make a habit of that and for him to be the captain he was actually stripped of his captaincy at Duke so you know, he took they took his leadership he position. To get it back. He does not need to get it back. You know, I don't necessarily like dirty players. Look, I know that the game is a physical sport, but uh, you know, we know what's right and wrong when you play the game and, and tripping people and guys. It's it's not it's not the best thing. So, um, just you know, hopefully he can get that situated. His coaches can get him down and really explain to him. You know, hey, shouldn't be doing this. You know, you're the leader of our team and. We want to go places this year. We want to make it to a Final Four, compete for a national championship. So the, the thing about his tripping incidents, they have been blatant. I mean, they've looked like they've been on purpose. It doesn't look like it's been a mistake. And the latest, the tripping incident that led to his suspension, he threw a temper tantrum on the bench like he was completely innocent. So I didn't get, I didn't exactly get that. Yeah. Everyone on national TV saw what happened. It's not your first incident. Tripping someone, I mean, he's got to learn. Can't from hide mistakes. that, man. Can't hide it. Um, you know, you lick your wounds from the suspension. You learn from your mistakes and you keep pushing on. On to the next one. So we got a keep to leave grabbing Crabtree's chain in a game. 
Uh, that was really disrespectful, and you know, if I was Crabtree, I had no idea. I would have no idea what I would do after that. Well, but I, I don't. I bet you it wouldn't be nice though. Well, our name is not Crabtree, and we're not the ones that just uh, looked up and you looked know, up in disbelief. Like, hey, he just snapped. I could. I couldn't believe it myself watching uh, Talib do that in front of the refs, and the refs not doing anything about it. Kenny, the funny thing about that, Talib snatched his chain. Talib snatched Crabtree's chain like one of those gangsters snatches a rapper's chain while he's on stage. Like, you ever saw a, a video of a rapper yeah, holding yeah. a concert and I know what talking the people about. in the crowd, a guy just reaches up and snatches exactly. the chain like just yeah. within a quick blink? Yeah. I mean, that's what that reminded me he of. Would, that guy would have repercussions, though. It seems as if Talib didn't really have any repercussions. It would especially... Be repercussions being that we were on the football field. Then you have Crabtree. We can fight for, I mean, we can legally fight on the football field and we're not going to get thrown out the game. Mm-hmm. We're just going to get a personal foul penalty and we can be physical the rest of the game. I can make you kind of respect me for the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. You know? But, but Crabtree decided to take the high road, not really do much about it, just be there in dis- disbelief. Maybe he was high trying to focus road. on making his team win. You high know, they, I know they lost their QB, Derek Carr. But, you know, it's about your manhood, Talib snatched man. the chain, and he also snatched the victory. It's the about Den- your Denver won 24-6. So, you know, Crabtree took two L's that day. And in the post-game interviews... He kind of said that Crabtree still wasn't going to do nothing. Shots fired. Shots and last, fired. lastly, we have a 15-year-old Francesca Belibi of Regis Jesuit High School in the Denver area in Colorado. She had her first dunk ever, 15-year-old. First Colorado high school girl in history to dunk in a game. So shout out to Francesca. That's a huge accomplishment. She's only played basketball for around two years and for her to be able to dunk at 6'1 at 15 years old is very exciting and I'm sure she has a bright future ahead of her in basketball and off the court as well so shout out to her uh that about wraps it up do you have anything else for us Josh any quick quick notes quick 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 note Louisiana bootlegger tryouts coming soon the seven on 17 tryouts coming soon man all high school underclassmen, guys that are not seniors, follow the Twitter page for updates on tryouts, location, and time at LA Bootleggers. Also, follow Mr. JJ McCleskey, who's the head coach. Um, you can also hit him up for some training. So, that about wraps it up for the day. I'm Josh Rob Scout. You can follow me, Kenny Smith, on Twitter at KSmith on Hoops. It's been real. It's been fun. I'm glad that uh, we were able to get back in the booth, man. Uh, We're back in action. And it'll be fun. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.